Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Best friends forever. Fantasy, best friends forever. Hour number two, Fantasy Best Friends Forever, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Frankie Stample, Greg Sussman here. And we are joined right now for the second hour by the closer, Chris Venture. What's up, Chris? What's up, guys? How you doing? What's up? What's up? It's your boy, the closer here. Another day, another dollar, another, you know. Another Diamondbacks win? <laughs> another Diamondbacks win. That's where we're going with that? That's uh, what we're going with. I'm pretty sure they lost yesterday. Uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Wound up uh, losing. They lost losing. too. They lost. They yeah, lost. I mean, you should be rocking the Rockies, Rockies hat. hat. They beat the Diamondbacks. I know. Diamondbacks. Today was uh, I just grabbed the hat. I said, "Oh, Arizona hat looks good today. I'll wear that." You know, that's how I do it. They're all pile like you know stacked together. Sure. Yeah, me too. So your your fantasy your best bet forever debut did not go well. No, ours. <laughs> we uh, we did not do well with that one. Yeah. That's all right. We were one for three yesterday, which isn't horrible. It's an zero for three. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, last week you were undefeated, so we were undefeated. We had significantly more right than wrong. Yesterday we had we went one for two, one for three rather. Excuse me. Admittedly, Greg, there's not much that's really talking to me today. Let's take a look right now. The past couple of days, I've been it, able yeah. to open it up, and I'll say, "Hmm, that's it. There that it looks is. pretty damn good." Yeah, we nailed the Boyd thing. That there's was a few that I see that. All right, I have some interest. That's in. not bad. Oh, that one's interesting, Nothing Frank. That really stands out to me all that. Much. So this is kind of interesting. The Angels are plus one and a half, so they, they're underdogs, but they're minus one ten. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Money. Line. I think that they just have to set um, a run spread, even when even when the games are, you know, the money line is that close. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, it is interesting. They probably just, you know, when it's that close. All right, well, let's give it to the home team. Um, because if you look at it, the uh, the A's are slightly favored to win the game. They're minus one hundred four. You're not wow, Frankie's not a believer tonight. No, ooh, not a, not a believer tonight. Oh, stop. <laughs> I mean, I got to be realistic, man. I love Shane Bieber, but in Boston against the Red Sox, yeah. ooh, ooh, I, I, you know what the bet is, right? Come on now, guys. I hate to say it. Paddock against the Yankees plus one eighteen money line. You might be right about. Might that. be right about that venture. Get your get your wagers in now because that game starts uh, any second. Start. <laughs> you might want to uh, live in game bet that. Yeah. I like that one. Nothing's really calling out to me either. Let me look at the over-under. The over-under 11. I have, I have two, Greg. I have two that I'm looking at. You want to save them for later? Or are you, are we'll, you save, we'll save them for later. We, we, I can do it in the last segment. Right, I'm probably going to go... That one's e- interesting to me as well. All right, I got, I, got, I got two totals I'm looking at, Frank. Oh, Greggy the teaser. I got two totals I'm looking at. This guy. All right. Greggy the teaser. Someone asked this in the chat, Greg. About Alex Reyes, and I almost forgot about him because when I was talking about John Lester, I said there's not there's not really any you know big pitching ad right now, starting pitching ad. But Alex Reyes is probably the one. 
You drop John Lester for Alex Reyes. Make that move, Greg. When is you he coming back? When is he coming back? League. When's he coming back? You play in a 12-team league, and John Lester is the worst pitcher on your team. You drop him for Alex Reyes. When is he coming back? Well, I believe he made another rehab start last night. How'd it go? It wasn't nearly as lights out as he was in his first He uh, allowed an earned run on two hits, two walks across five innings in high A Palm Beach's win over Charlotte on Thursday. Struck out six. That was his previous start. Last night he made a start as well, and it was four and a third, Greg. Seven hits, three runs, but only one was earned, so had some questionable defense behind him. Still had five strikeouts, so average over a strikeout per inning. Got the pitch count up to 77. Where was it? High A still? It was the Palm Beach Cardinals. Yep. It's high A. Yeah. High A. So that's not promising. I would say he's probably got two more rehab starts in him. Dude, I don't... But there's also no guarantees in the rotation. Well, why not? Genesis Cabrera starting today. Get pumped, baby! Genesis! Let's go! Did you ever play Sega Genesis, Greg? Uh, only Sonic. Great game. Yeah, Sonic's the best. Great soundtrack, by the love way. The love soundtrack. the soundtrack of Sonic the Hedgehog back in the day. Solid. Yes. Are you going to watch the movie? No. Yeah. Oh, with that. No. It looks creepy. I, so you know what? It's no. one of those where I would not go to the movie theaters to watch it. Sure. Absolutely but not. I would watch it once it's on Netflix. But you, but you get high and watch it on Netflix. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's basically what you're saying. Why are you throwing, why are you throwing all these crazy accusations? Because you would have to. You're not going to watch that without being high. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'll, I'll drink a couple <laughs> beers, you know. No, then I fall asleep. Yeah, pick your poison. <laughs> Gosh. But Jim Carrey as uh, Dr. Robotnik is pretty interesting. Right? I, don't want a, I don't want a Sonic movie, dude. Yeah, it's not. Well, not even Big Beely wanted a Sonic movie. I'm, I'm pretty interested. <laughs> I would like to watch Detective Pikachu, too. I haven't gotten around to it yet. I think that got good reviews. The taste in movies. Is, there's a lot of movies I want to see. Pikachu's not one of them. <laughs> I'd much rather see Will Smith as the genie. Actually, and that's where I'm completely out because I have no interest. I don't want to see it. In I have no interest whatsoever. I don't want to see it. Mm-hmm. What are you looking at? James Paxton highlights here. I'm gonna, is that I, real or is this... I'm going to have to go in and change the... Uh, I have to change the TVs in a moment. Well, uh, anyway, I'm gonna have to actually show you guys how to do that too because of another announcement we have coming up. I actually like movies with substance, Greg. Sure, deep movies. You gonna watch yeah, the like, Ellen, like, you check out the Elton John movie? Like movies that mess with your mind and make yeah. you think and all this stuff. So you check out Rocket Man? No. All right. Yeah, I'm, cool. I'm a little interested in that. Same, and I'm also interested in the movie. Not like a huge Elton John fan. I'm also interested in the movie Booksmart. Which oh, is like, yeah, yeah, it's I like see. supposed to be Superman, super bad, but with women instead. Right. It's like the, the tagline. Oh, interesting. The two right. girls. Sound, yeah. yeah. Sounds very funny. So, when I told them recently, the I, I watched Yeah, the, the trailer's funny. I watched The Departed for the first time. Those are the types of movies I like. How'd you watch Departed for the first time? Yeah, about 20 years ago. Never really got around to it, you know? That's like one of the best movies in the last 25 years. Detective Pikachu, I just want to watch because... I got, I got a serious Pokemon background, obviously. The Departed is basically Goodfellas of this time. You know what? Yeah. Jack Nicholson's Boston accent is the worst piece of crap I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> he is like hysterical that? in that. It's, how, it's a horrible Boston accent. He doesn't know how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> True story. He ref- but his, his character overall, though, was awesome. True yeah. story. Nicholson didn't know how... I'm sorry. Didn't know how to do a Boston accent. What I was going to say is refused to wear a Red Sox hat. So despite being a Boston wearing Yankee hat anyway. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> That just made me love Jack Nicholson. Yeah, he's hysterical in that. That's I think great. he's. But, oh my god, the acting performances in that movie were yeah. phenomenal. Let's get to uh, 
uh, the, the game on your hat, Chris. It's the D-backs and the Rockies. Mm-hmm. Rockies won this one 6-2, starting for Colorado. Antonio Sanzatella, who went six innings, nine hits, two runs, two walks, two Ks. Only runs he allowed came on Eduardo Escobar. Uh, or sorry, come from off the bat of Eduardo Escobar, is what I was trying to say. Solo shot in the third and an RBI single in the fifth. Merrill Kelly survives Colorado, six and two thirds, six hits, four runs, walked one, struck out five. The big blast against him was a Chris Iannetta homer in the seventh. Does anyone own really Merrill Kelly anymore? Frank's a big Merrill Kelly guy. No, I haven't owned him. And yeah. I wouldn't have started him in Colorado. <laughs> no, I know you wouldn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been out on Merrill Kelly for a while now. Uh, just doesn't get enough swings and misses. Seems like a pretty His generic so pitcher. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't have great command. Doesn't get a uh, ton of strikeouts. You know, throws, you know, 91, 92 miles per hour with the fastball. The arsenal isn't all that great. So, I did have some hopes for him coming into the season. Can we see the next coming of Miles Mikolas again? A guy coming over from Korea and, and having success. So... I had in interest before the season, but mm-hmm. you know, through the first month, I saw enough where I was like, nah, I don't really need to own right. this guy. And last night reiterated that. I don't think there's really nothing all too crazy in this game. I did want to mention uh, Daniel Murphy has been playing better as of late. I know I do a lot of complaining about Daniel Murphy and the Colorado Rockies overall, and rightfully so. They deserve all the criticism that they get. They're getting better. They're almost 500. They are. They're uh, 26 and 27. But Daniel Murphy uh, specifically, another hit last night. An RBI, a walk, and, you know, recently he's actually, he's playing better. He's playing better. I actually uh, tweeted about this last night, drink, uh, but for, uh, for Daniel Murphy, over his last eight games, Greg, he's 10 for 28. That's a three fifty seven batting average with four walks included. So he's either learning how to hit better with this fractured fingertip or whatever he's been dealing with. Or Teeley. Or, or Teeley. So... I think uh, that's a step in the right direction for Daniel Murphy. I think if you want to buy low on him, the window's still slightly open. Mm -hmm. But we're starting to close it a little bit, Venture. Starting to close that buy low window for Daniel Murphy. I agree. Um, You want to drop Daniel Murphy. Well, it was one of those, like, Jose Ramirez situations where, based on the draft pick that you used on Daniel Murphy, you can't drop the guy. You know what his upside is, obviously, playing in Colorado. What was his draft stock? uh, He was like a a mid-round pick, like anywhere from the fifth to the seventh. Yeah. I think I got him in the fifth round of, of the main event. So that's mm-hmm. a 15 team league. So in a 12 teamer, he would have went later on. Seventh or eighth, yeah. Seventh, something like that. But you know what his upside is. I tell you I want to drop him because I'm frustrated, but right. I, I never would have actually done it. And I didn't. Mm-hmm. Kept him on my team. So but the only thing I don't like is that the counting stats still aren't really there. You know? Yeah, for Murphy. Yeah, he, I mean, he's not really hitting for power yet, but you no, know, this is a seven game week in Colorado. Let's see what happens the rest of the week. Because, I mean, I'm with you. We got to start to see, you know, some more power. He's only got 20 ribbies. He's got three homers. But he did miss a decent amount of time. You know, he's only played 30 games. Uh, But not striking out. Standard Daniel Murphy. I mean, walking 10% of the time. 44% fly ball rate. Uh, The hard hit rate is 32%. Slightly below league average. But he was never someone that really hit the ball all that hard. He was just part of, like, the launch angle revolution. Yep. And I think playing in Colorado, that will play. Right. So. You just want to see him hit. It's good to see that he's hitting more consistently because that's what he does. Over the past past eight games, he's hitting over 350. Which is a positive sign. I I do want to say in this game, one last thing, Kettle Marte quietly having a fantastic season. Oh, fantastic. By the way. Fantastic. I don't know if it's that quietly anymore, to be honest with you. 
Well, I, you know, there was a point I feel like he kind of slowed down. Yeah. And we stopped talking about him. And sure. And he kind of got hot again, starting hitting all these homers. Um, I want to see some more stolen bases, too. I feel like he hasn't really stolen a base in a while, but pretty good year so far from Kettle Monte. Hey, um, you can't have it all, Ventra. Yeah, you You're getting 12 homers from him. Yeah. You're right. You know, on, on May 29th, I think you feel pretty good about that. Yeah. No doubt about it. I voted for the All-Star game, Greg, before the show. Did started. you? You showed yeah, me. Why not? I, uh, was Kettle Monte on your ballot? Yeah. Yep. I voted for him as my uh, second baseman. Over who? The National League. Yeah, who's the next best second baseman? Any, anyone else in the Colton <laughs> Wong fell off a map. It's um, not Colton Wong. Yeah, he fell off the map. Um, man, Cesar? Cesar, he's kind of more than Yeah, than I Cesar. saw his name, but... He's yeah. better than Cesar. Yes, he has. All right, let's see. Not a lot of second basemen. Probably Kettle Mar- Javier Baez? Shortstop. He was my shortstop. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's probably it, man. And your, your first baseman was... Ozzy Albies? Yeah. Marte's been better. Marte's been better than Albies, yes. I guess the only other option, Frank... Is Derek Dietrich? Dietrich, he's hitting two forty though, right? Right now, Dietrich, something like that. Dietrich has been at two fifty four after last night. After last night, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm looking at the second base. Oh, you know who I was debating between? Mike Mustakis, actually. Mikey Moo. Yeah, that's who I was looking at, Mike Mustakis. But yeah, the rest of them. Not right. Not Kendall Marte earned your vote. Derek Dietrich, like not, not even on the. He's not even on the list for second. No, ballot. he's not. He's not on on the ballot. You you want to know uh, all my all my votes, Greg? You probably don't. Uh, avoid, not really. <laughs> Did you? I voted for it. was between him and um, Jose Abreu. Sure. Makes yeah, sense. Like, like, uh, you know, American League first base hasn't, hasn't really been a great position. But yeah. Luke Voigt's got an 870 OPS. Pretty good. Yeah, really good. There you go. Mm. Go vote for the All-Star game. My DH was Hunter Pence, which I just thought was hilarious. So <laughs> I voted for him. <laughs> that's, what I, that's the one thing I pointed out. The down National there. League outfield is so stacked. Yeah. Cody Ridiculous. Bellinger, Christian Yelich, and Ronald Acuna. Yeah. And then first base, you got Josh Bell. The National League's better. The National right League is better. Yeah, it's stacked. Nolan Arenado, Wilson Contreras. Just stacked. Just stacked. No holes. No holes, that's right. Meanwhile, you got Pence. And, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, he's at the age. Hunter Pence, he's the age. He's got a 1,000 OPS on the dot. How about that? I can't see this. You know. Hunter Pence, man. Put some respect on his name. Come on now. We talked about a prospect before, Frank, that you were kind of interested in, in DJ Stewart. Let me give you another pitching prospect that pitched pretty well last night. Okay. A couple, actually. The first was Zach Plesak. I, I believe the son of Dan Plesak, MLB Network Nephew. Analyst. Nephew. Right. Nephew, okay. Uh, five and a third, four hits, one run, one walk, two strikeouts against the Boston Red Sox in Boston. Interesting. Obviously, the low strikeout total is not what you want, but everything else, that'll work. What do you think about Plesak's performance, and are you interested? I'm not necessarily interested right now. I thought it was impressive, obviously, a debut to go into Fenway Park and uh, pitch as well as he did, but uh, he's not really a heralded prospect here for the, for the Cleveland Indians, but if you look into the numbers in the minors, he's actually performed quite well. I mean, this guy has made uh, 49, 48 starts in the minors so far in his career. 2.99 ERA. Pretty good. Pretty good. And so far this year in the minors, uh, he had a 1.41 ERA, 56 strikeouts, and 57 and a third inning pitch. A 185 batting average against. Seven walks. 0.78 whip. He, he's had some good numbers in the minors, but he's just not really uh, regarded as a, as a high-ranking prospect. So let's see if anything comes of this. Um, 
But I, I think he's worth, you know, throw him, throw him on the on the watch list for now, Greg, on, on the scout team. Let's, All right. Let's see what happens. Because the minor league numbers are really good adventure. Yeah, especially this year in AAA, which is important. 2-2-5 ERA, 20 innings pitch, 22 strikeouts, one walk. I mean, the guy's got command. So that's important to see for a young pitcher. I don't know if he's going to get the strikeouts, though, that you want. Yeah, and you know? Clevenger's going to be back at some point. Kluber's going to be back at some point. Yeah. But Jeffrey Rodriguez has struggled in the same rotation, so you know, maybe they can make a swap. You know, yeah. when Clevenger comes back, maybe they opt to keep a guy like this in the rotation over Jeffrey Rodriguez. I would, yeah, absolutely. Uh, especially based on the minor league numbers, too. They're, they're, they're quite good. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Absolutely. David Price, six shutout innings himself. Now, he uh, got sick, so he had to leave a start two days ago. Came back, pitched really well against Cleveland. Only left three hits, one walk, struck out 60. ERA for David Price now sits at 2.83. He would have gotten a win here if it wasn't for Ryan Brazier imploding in the ninth inning. David Price, man, what a great year he's having, Greg. And I, I didn't have any shares of David Price because... I was worried about, I'm always kind of worried about the elbow thing. He still kind of has like a slight tear to his UCL, but a 2.83 ERA, the underlying numbers, very good as well. The swinging strike rate back up for him, 12% swinging strike rate, which would be the highest since he was a rookie reliever with the Tampa Bay Rays, 10 Ks per nine. If you own David Price, feel great right now. He's a very, very solid. Talk about quietly getting it done. Yeah. We'll take a break. Another young pitcher debuted last night. We'll get Frank's thoughts on him. Come on next. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the 8th Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today.
Was it on the air, Frank? That might have been. <laughs> We're gonna uh, Alex, can we, can we get confirmation that it was on the air or off the air? That was on the air. Oh, was the F bomb on the air? No, it wasn't. It wasn't no. my mic though. My mic was on. Your mic might have been. My on. mic might have been on. The so. F bomb was not, so we are in the clear. So we're good. <laughs> I believe so. Uh, we are uh, currently freaking out because the Yankees just hit back to back home runs off of Chris Paddock. So hopefully you didn't get your bet in there, Chris Paddock. It's bittersweet. If yeah. you, uh, it's not bittersweet. It's just sweet. Too sweet, someone said. Sweet. Why have Paddock started? Oh, th- this is so all. Why? This is all a, a, a great. A great lead up to the to the smelter driver. It is too sweet. Too sweet into the smelter driver. By the way, I'm watching this White Sox first pitch. Oh, I told him to look it up. Did you see this first pitch yesterday? Greg? Yeah, I did. I did. Oh my goodness gracious! Just hit the camera. That's all. That was worse than fifty cents. That was worse yes, than was. fifty cents first pitch. It's the worst first pitch I've ever seen. You know what, I said? Greg? I saw something that I thought was so funny. Someone tweeted, "Angel Hernandez behind the plate, strike one." Strike one. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. Oh man. Yeah, so we're here freaking out about the Yankees going back-to-back and uh, belly-to-belly against Chris Paddock here in the first inning. They're up 2-zip. Luke Voigt Early. and TJ LeMayhew. So if you heard us um, freaking out coming back from the break, that's why. That's what we were doing. I, I, I actually went out uh, during the break to make sure the game was on in the bar for the patrons that wanted to watch the Yankee game. And uh, you. I made sure that the game was on. So you're welcome, patrons of Versa. So when I saw the Luke Voigt homer, I was like, oh, they're showing the replay of LeMayhew. Then I see Voight run the base. I'm like, what? I just looked up and I saw the balls soaring. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you're all star first baseman. Oh man, Chrissy Paddock, welcome to Yankee Stadium, bud. Getting shelled. Let's go. Are right, you wanted to talk about the Smelter driver? I want to talk about Smelter driver because we talked about Dan Plesac, and now it's time to talk about Devin Smelter driver. Six innings. Uh, his uncle's name is Dan Plesac. Yeah. His name is Zach Plesac. Oh, I apologize. <laughs> I don't know why he's saying Dan Plesac. <laughs> there is a Dan Plesac. Yeah, it's his uncle, for real. Yeah, he's, he's a on, former reliever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the guy on... Uh, LBO. LBO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that, that's actually his uncle. But I think he does a good job. Dan I, I like Dan Plesac. Plesac. I, I don't think there's another Dan Plesac. No? no. Do you like Dan Plesac, Greg? Yeah, I think he does a good job. He's okay. Yeah. He's okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. Anyway, Smelter Driver was very good last night. Six innings of shutout baseball. Didn't walk anybody. Allowed three hits, seven strikeouts against the Brew Crew. Who are a different team away from Milwaukee, admittedly? You got to be impressed, Frank. 69 pitches over six innings. Yeah, was very impressed by what Devin Smelter was able to do. And the reason we call him Smelter Driver is just a wrestling reference to Dave Smelter, who was probably... Dave Meltzer. Dave. <laughs> now I'm messing myself up. Dave Meltzer. What would you call him, Greg? Is he the top wrestling, wrestling journalist, journalist yeah. right? Yeah. He's the top wrestling journalist. He, he, he's there. the Maggie Haberman to wrestling. Okay. okay. Yeah, whatever that means. <laughs> uh, but Devin Smelter, I, I got my names all mixed up. I know, you're a loose <laughs> up. Uh, he had 11 swinging strikes in 69 pitches yesterday against uh, the Milwaukee Brewers. That's 15.9% swinging strike rate. I do have some pause here when it comes to Smelter because not really a uh, heralded prospect. And, you know, he's a soft-tossing lefty, 89-mile-per-hour fastball. He mixes in a changeup and a curveball. But if you watch him pitch yesterday, he actually has this herky-jerky delivery venture, which, that helps. That helps when, you know, you throw 89, 90 miles per hour as a lefty. Mm-hmm. But I do have some pause here because he doesn't have any prospect pedigree. And don't tell Twins fans this, by the way. You know, people need to... <laughs> they need to be realistic with their Isn't fandom, it? right? Because... 
I'm a Yankee fan, but I'm realistic. Mm-hmm. I, I, I tell it like it is. I mean, there's so Frank many, hates Giancarlo Stanton. There's so many people <laughs> who they're fan of a baseball team, fan of any sport, whatever it might be, and they just see everything with rose-colored glasses. You can't team. say anything wrong about any player. No, 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 this person is great. And, oh, well, look at the Devin Smeltzer's numbers this year in the minor leagues. Someone asked me a question about Smeltzer last night. I told him, all right, he has my attention. But I'm skeptical because all of his minor league numbers before this season were terrible. Mm-hmm. I start getting tweeted by Twins fans. Oh, oh, well, what are you talking about? He's clearly improved. Look at his minor league numbers this year. So I'm like, did we just forget everything else that happened in his minor league career? Right. It's only 45 on, innings. People. I understand we're fans. The word fan comes from fanatic. It's someone who's crazy about something. Nuts. But, you know, let's, hmm. let's be a little bit realistic about these things. Devin Smelter this year in the minors, a 1.15 ERA Excellent. in nine starts, 48 strikeouts in five, 54 and two-thirds innings pitched. Okay. Really good whip, yep. good command. Love it. But the underlying numbers, Greg, are not good. The underlying XFIP, Sierra, they're not great for him. And you look at his other years, a 4.52 ERA last year in the minors. The year before that, a 4.17 ERA. The guy has a career 3.86 ERA in the minors. So... He was awesome this year. He had a good first start. Let's just take that for what it is. Right. Yes, I have slight interest. I'm going to pay attention to what he's doing. But don't talk about this guy like he's the next coming of, you know, Sandy Koufax or something mm-hmm. like that. Right? Agreed. There you go, Ventra. Now the floor is yours. I mean, listen, soft tossing, doesn't have a high pedigree, uh, you know, po- prospect pedigree, had all those, you know, subpar years, not to mention – all the times he actually K'd a lot of people was when he was in lower A ball. Like, ever since he's been going up to double A, triple A, the K's aren't really there because he doesn't throw that hard. Um, maybe the herky-jerky motion is helping him a lot this year, but that doesn't really last. I remember a guy named Gustavo Chassin who had her- herky-jerky sure. motion. Pitched well, really well for maybe a year or so, and then disappeared and fell off the map. Like, that doesn't last forever. It's not going to contain it. So I'm not going to be, I'm like you, I'm a little skeptical about this guy's, you know, future. I, he might do well for a short stretch, but I don't think it's going to last forever. He's got a 1.82 ERA in AAA this year, Greg, in four starts. His XFIP is 5.68. There you go. Uh, yeah. So he gets sure. hit hard. Good debut. Happy for the kid. Let's see what happens. But he's not like the second coming of anything. Yeah. So let's... This isn't Mitch Keller. Yeah, let's let's hold our horses a little bit. <laughs> Gonna take my horse to the. Hey, look at you! <laughs> I got a question. Would yeah, you... yes, Chris. This is something I was thinking about the other day. Can I go to the bathroom? <laughs> can I go to the bathroom? <laughs> I, I have a question. Can I go, can to, I the go to the bathroom? <laughs> uh, no. Can I trade Griffin Canning and Jorge Polanco? F- would you? I'm saying for David Price. Who would replace Jorge Polanco in your lineup? I have Scott Kingery, who's currently on the IL, and I'm not moving him because once I do, I have to drop somebody. So he's not supposed to be on the IL right now. He is. I also have um, Eloy Jimenez and David Dahl, who are interchanging an outfield and utility. So I could plug somebody in for him. It would be obviously a downgrade, but I'm getting instead of canning at the end of the season, I'll have a nice veteran in David Price. I worry about the injuries with Price, though. So that's the risk that I'm, I'm really worried about. Or is there a better pitcher you would trade for? So, so the trade is basically Jorge Polanco and Griffin Canning for David Price and Kingery. And this is a key to your lineup. This is a keeper's league, by the way. I would, as much as I just talked up David Price, 
there is risk with him, yeah. obviously, with injuries. And facing the Yankees. And facing the Yankees, which he does, I believe, this week. This weekend, weekend. yeah. Um, I would think you could get more for Jorge Polanco, actually. That's how I feel about it. I think the combination of Jorge Polanco and Griffin Canning should be able to land you someone that you feel a little bit safer about. What do you mm-hmm. think, Greg? Like a Charlie Morton? Or am I putting too much on Griffin Canning? It's not even Griffin Canning. It's really Jorge Polanco because he's been lights out. Right. Griffin he, Canning. You know, he's a top five shortstop this year so right. far. Right. I'm doing it because the Griffin Canning thing will be appealing to somebody who's looking, who's not doing well and could possibly keep him. Yes. Um, so the Polanco thing is for somebody who's lacking on offense, and maybe I could get a nice, solid veteran pitcher in return. That's all I'm asking for because the rest of my pitching is fine. They're just very young. Yeah, so the upgrade, obviously, from Canning to Price is, is large, clearly. Yeah. Uh, I, I think you get what you're looking for in, in a, a top-notch pitcher. The Polanco one, it's just not a... He's throwing here, obviously. Right. You know, he's too good. He's, he's, a, he's, he's the fourth best shortstop in my home league points league. Batting three thirty five with nine homers, twenty six ribbies, and you know, is replacing with Scott Kingery. Is that good enough? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it is. Yeah, taking I, I a bit of a risk. So my initial instinct before I looked into it was to do it, and I don't necessarily feel that way anymore. I might trade more out of a position of strength that you have in the outfield. Would you, you know, maybe? What if we change this to doll? Yeah. A, well, now, but now I can't get a price, I don't think, for a doll and a canning. I don't think I could get a price for that. You might be able to. You might be. Because dolls and doing good enough. Right terrible Still batting 300, though. Yeah. I don't think that's a terrible offer, though. I think it's like what I would counter with. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I'll try I mean, to post that. You might be able that. to get Charlie Morton for that, too. That's what I was thinking, too. But it was between Morton and Price. Uh, I'll go for both. Go for both. That's what they say. Yeah. yeah no, I don't think that's a terrible offer. Okay. I would rather do that. I would rather trade out of a position of strength that you have. Because then you have to, you have to replace. Uh, you have to replace Polanco with Kingery. Kingery's an I don't he's not, an all right player, necessarily. But. I don't because Polanco's my utility. My shortstop's Francisco Lindor. Oh, and then Kingery's yeah. another shortstop. I have three shortstops on my team. That's the problem. Yeah, but I, I just I don't really think Kingery has much value in just like a twelve team points league. Yeah, it's twelve team points. League. Yeah, like he's all right. He's Keepers a fine league. player, but keepers league though. Yeah, but Jorge Polanco could be a good keeper too. He could. Yeah, that's so. why this is tough. I would, I would, I would try to attach like a David Dahl instead. Yeah, yeah. Then my third outfielder is Eloy Jimenez. Another risk because he hasn't really been great. He's been struggling too, man. Yeah, and we've been getting a lot of questions about uh, about Eloy, Greg. Do you, do you have any concerns? I mean, at what point is yeah, we just, enough enough for Eloy Jimenez? We talked about this yesterday, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we did. I mean, people keep asking, "Can I drop Eloy Jimenez?" I'm getting tired of him. I wouldn't drop him though. I, I wouldn't either. I can't drop. I can't drop him. Yeah. I mean. His prospect pedigree, what he did in the minors across all levels, to be able to hit for batting average and power and power together while not striking out all that much. I think this, you know, 30.8% strikeout rate is uh is much higher than anything else that he's he's done mm-hmm. in the minors. Which is is not it's not crazy. We've seen things like this happen before. Not every prospect works out. But right away, especially. He just came up. It's his first yeah, year. I would just try my best to keep him on my bench right now. I can't start him right now. Can't start him, yeah. But I'm not dropping him either. Yeah, probably not. You, you got a glimpse of his upside last week, Greg. He had two home runs in one game, and one of them came off of Garrett Cole, and then it hit a home That's run the next easy, day. Dude. Yeah, he was on fire last week. Mm-hmm. So that I mean, he gave you a glimpse of the upside. Right, the weather's going to start to heat up in Chicago. It's still kind of cold around around. You know, oh, a cold the nation. It's cold. You think it's cold? It's not I fully it was like warm. Thirty-five yet. degrees yeah. at Coors Field yesterday. Jesus, well, that is Coors Field, though. You know, it is. Um, but 
I agree with you. I think Eloy is only going to get better. You know, I don't think he's just going to have this horrible season. I don't think it's going to continue like this. Like, you have to bank on that. Especially in the Keepers League. You know, you can't. Unless you want to trade him. It's the only other thing you could do. I wouldn't drop him. Are you, where else do you want to bounce around to here from yesterday? All right, where else do I want to bounce around to? Okay, so we should get into... Let me see here. What else do I want to miss? Well, well we talked about uh, Devin Smelter in that start. We didn't talk about uh, the opposite side there, Greg. Jack Davies! Six innings of shutout baseball. Five hits, two walks. He struck out four. Alex Claudio got the loss in this one. Greg, how four. is he doing? Milwaukee. This? I don't know. Can you answer the question? I do not know. Zach Davies? Venture, can you answer the question? I've had Zach Davies. Because I cannot before. answer the question of how is Zach Davies doing this right now. Okay. Six shutout innings yesterday against the Twins of all teams. A 2.19 ERA. His XFIP is 4.85. His Sierra is 5.02. So obviously he's getting lucky. Very lucky. Very lucky. And he pitches I, half of his starts in Miller Park. Right. It's not going to last. This is insane. I wouldn't even... I wouldn't even touch this guy. I had him I one, one year where he was pretty solid. It just seems so weird that a guy has pitched 61 innings of 2.19 ERA. And Only 42 and strikeouts. Missed out on, we've missed out on all of it. Yeah. We've, we've missed out on all of it. Uh, listen, I don't care that I missed out on it. It's just so He's fluky. not giving you a lot of Ks. He's not, yeah, it's, it's fluky. That's what it is. Because we've seen him before. We've seen him do well before. He does sometimes show glimpses of good stuff. And he, when he was coming up, people were a little bit excited about him. Not super excited like a top, top prospect, but people were. And I don't think it's just not going to pan out for him. He's not a K guy. Maybe he'll pitch to a, a 370 RA by the end of the season. He's a solid four starter or something like that in the majors, which means he's not that great for fantasy. If he was Kang a lot of people, I'd be a lot more interested, but I'm just not. And you just said it. The XFIP, the FIP, not good. Really bad signs, predictors of the future. I looked into him last night to see what he's doing differently this year. The one thing that I could point to is that he's using his changeup a lot more. 28.7% change changeup yeah. for Zach Davies. Last year, 12%. So that's up 16%. He's, he's predominantly fastball changeup right now. That's 62% pitch, yeah. fastball, which averages 88.3 miles per hour. And then a changeup that he uses around 29%, which is 79 miles per hour. Yeah. It's funny you say that because when, when I had him two years ago or something, the, the big thing about him was that his changeup is really, really good. But the rest wasn't. You can't just rely on that when you're throwing 88 miles per hour. I know his changeup's good. It's not that good where or you're going to dominate. You? Or can you? You know who this reminds me of, Greg? Who? I have a, I have a comp for this. Alex Cobb? <laughs> Alex Cobb. He's a, he's a poor man's blank. Okay, here we Give go. Give you three guesses. Love it. Thinking? One of the worst, like... To be a poor man's version of this pitcher is you're really poor. Paddock's allowed another one. You, you're like, you're like $100,000 in debt. Like, you're, you're poor. Yeah, I believe it's, you live on the street. I believe it's Javier Shella Day. Oh, it's Javier Shella Day. <laughs> Welcome to Yankee Stadium, Chris one? Paddock. Cowboy up. If only I can see Matt Modica's face right now. Yeah. It's, probably so devast- it's probably devastation is what it is. <laughs> uh, although I'm pretty sure we started Chris Paddock. In GSC. I started him again in, in the pit league as well. <laughs> I think we all did. So. Uh, yeah, everyone. I'm not upset. I'm a Yankee fan. By the way, they... Yeah, okay, sorry. Uh, what do you got? What do you got, Greg? Oh, I didn't hear the, the clues. Oh, yeah. I gave you all the clues. I wasn't listening. I was, looking, I was watching the Yankee game. He's a soft-tossing right-handed pitcher. Like Kyle Hendricks? Exactly right. He's a... My man! I mean, Kyle <laughs> Hendricks. Yeah. Greggy, I can't think of a worse pitcher 
to be a poor man's version of. Why, why did that guy just do like an I Eric have Peter no film? idea. I can't think of a worse. <laughs> what? Was that a Hunter Renfro? I mean, Kyle Hendricks is already just a, 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 a poor pitcher. I don't want to say it like that. No, nah, he's good. He's good, but like the way he pitches is just so baffling. Yeah. 86, 87 mile per hour fastball. Fastball. He's a control artist. And he and he he pitches to contact, but he keeps hitters off balance because he has this phenomenal fastball change of combination. I honestly think Hunter Renfro just wanted to do that in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, to say that he did it. One thousand percent. He just did like a what do you do? A He literally he got the ball in right field, right? He, tried, he cut it off going into the gap, and he did that. instead of just throwing it back. He just did like he ran three extra steps and did a jump and did a jump and threw it in the Jeter thing. Hundred percent. What the hell are you doing, dude? It was hysterical. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, he did the cheater job. So, uh, Zach, Zach Davies is a poor man's Kyle Hendricks, Greg. That's, Which is not great. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. And he pitches in Miller Park. Oh. So, you thought Kyle Hendricks was inconsistent, gets blown up at times because yep. he's a soft tosser. And look, if you don't have it one day, you're going to get hit hard. Right. I, I think those days are, are probably going to come soon for Zach Davies. It's kind of like being a sinker bowler. When you don't have it, you get bombed. Speaking of not having it. Long. Speaking of not having it. Last night, your boy didn't have it. Oh, yeah, I know. Montas, he's due. He was due for a bad game. He was due for a bad game. And, and, and it happened last night against the Angels. Frankie Montas only went four innings, left four hits, four runs, walked five. No command. That Struck was out the five. biggest issue for him last night. Yeah. But still had a strikeout for inning. And even with this bad start, the ERA at 2.81, you're perfectly fine with it. Obviously, you would have preferred this not to happen. Right. But he's still a strikeout for inning. He just didn't have any command. Yesterday. He got outpitched by Big Nicky T. We'll take a break and wrap up the show. Coming up next. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. The morning after. Some psychopath, a Japanese dude, was in Colombia, and he thought it'd be a good idea to swallow 246 packets of cocaine. Basically, uh, one of the packets broke and he died. Of course, yes. Much like death penalty in Japan, too. They're not big on drugs in Asia. No, they don't tolerate it very much. Smuggling 245 packs of cocaine from Colombia to Japan doesn't seem like the smartest thing to do. This is like (laughs) you were going to die one way or the other, buddy. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. 
Fantasy Best Bets Forever coming your way in a little bit. Before we do that, we want to tell you that if you're serious about fantasy football, it's never too early to start preparing for the 2019 fantasy football season. Roto Experts has you covered 365 days a year with the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package. It includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content each and every day of the year. It's giving you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at RotoExperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with the promo code FNTSY. The NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package available right now. At RotoExperts.com. Alrighty then, Frankie. Alright. Alright. You want to talk about your boy Matt Olsen hitting a six homer of the year? Or your boy Ramon Lariano hitting a six homer of the year? Uh, I'm a little bit more interested in Matt Olsen. Alright. Obviously because I uh, loved him coming into the year. You did. It's been a little... You also loved Ramon. He did. He yelled at me over Ramon. Yeah. I don't... You did. I don't remember loving Ramon Lariano. I got, you got real mad at me. Because of Flores. Wilmer Flores versus Ramon Lariano. Well, Wilmer Flores is hurt. Now, Ramon Laureano is, is out here hitting homers, Greg. <laughs> you know, I would say that I won that argument. I don't know that you did. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, All right, well, Matt Olson off to a slow is start. You know, we talk about the 40 40 club a lot 40% hard hit rate, 40% fly ball rate. This guy is part of the 50 50 club. A 53.6% hard hit rate, a 52.8% fly ball rate for Matt Olson. These home runs are about to come in bunches, Ventra. I'll oh, tell yeah. you that right now. So, and I, I have a team I can't even plug them in. You buy Matt Olsen on the cheap, which I don't think you can. I mean, his batting average is still only two thirty eight, so it's a little low. Uh, that's something I would look into. Also, he has one of the weirdest batting stances. Have you ever watched Matt Olsen bat? Either of you guys? Yes. He just holds Strange. the bat out like this. Yeah. It's such a weird batting stance. Almost as weird as... Uh... But man, I love Matt Olsen. Who is it that did the completely open stance? Tony Batista? He did have a very open stance. It was like completely Yeah, yeah, yeah. Open. Wide open, yeah. Like he looked right at you, Tony Batista. <laughs> Tony Bombs. Tony Bombs. Is that what they call him? Tony Bombs, yeah. Um, Venture, you want to talk about your boy Stephen Matz? Yeah, Stephen Matz. Stephen Matz last night went in L.A. Yes, he did. And won. Won. Pitched a nice game. Six innings, four hits, two runs, three walks, struck out six. Big blast. Only runs coming against him. Belly bombs. Cody Bellinger, Bellinger. with another home run. That was what his twentieth of the year. Right? He's a freak. Twentieth yes. home run lefty of the year. On lefty action too. Ridiculous, man. He's batting what like three eighty three against lefties this year. Three eighty two right now. Now it says, unbelievable. He's a freak. He's going to win MVP at this point. Yeah, he's certainly he the first well, him half MVP. Yellows, right? And Bell third. <laughs> Bell number one in your heart though. In my heart, yes. Absolutely. Come well, comeback play of the year. Steven Matz, what do you what do you have on Matz here, Ventura? Yeah, Matz, six foot innings, four hits. I didn't start him. Uh, I started him in one place out of three, but uh, which you know I'm kicking myself for. But you know it was the right move, I guess. But it's great to see that he's doing this against the Dodgers. Pitch a nice game, uh, three walks. Uh, I don't really like, but the six Ks I do in uh, six innings, four hits, solid. So I- I'm buying more and more into Matz because sometimes I just don't trust him. You know, he has his blow-up games. Yeah, he is inconsistent at times. He's inconsistent. That's, but that's this is a very good sign. For the Mets as well, <laughs> who need everything they could get. Yeah, so you know, what I find so interesting about Steven Matz is that he's averaging over a strikeout per inning right now, yet his swinging strike rate is abysmal. So it's 8.6% swinging strike rate, well below league average. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's, he's got a 9.06K per nine. So I almost wonder if you know, those, those strikeouts are going to come back a little bit. 
for Steven Matz, and he does have a 42% hard hit rate against. He's he's done well. He's got a 3.55 ERA, but his 1.34 WHIP tells you his ERA should probably be higher than it is. Mm-hmm. So I, I think some regression is going to come. But he's never been a guy who gets a lot of uh, a lot of swings and misses. Yeah, so. you know what I think it is with him. What's up? He has a lot of different pitches, and I don't think he knows exactly when any of his pitches are on or off. Uh, a lot of them are very good, but he can't always control it. Like certain days, he he doesn't have it, and he'll throw you know the slider more than the changeup, whatever. He just has so many pitches. I don't. I think some days it just you know he doesn't get the swing and misses. He'll get shelled, and then when he does have it, and he knows what he's what he's got going on, he also throws hard, which is great. He's a lefty, which is great, uh, and that throws people off. So he's got a lot of talent. It's just that sometimes he doesn't have those pitches on. I think he should cut those pitches down to like three solid pitches. Yeah, just focus on three. Focus pitches, on right? three pitches that you can really work on and, and control. He's mostly done that this season. Mm-hmm. 59% fastball usage, only 5% slider, 15% curveball, and 21% changeup. So yeah. he's been predominantly fastball, changeup, curveball this year, really starting to cut the slider out okay. a little bit more as well. Uh, he does have a 48% ground ball rate. So, you know, I don't want to just completely talk bad about him because mm-hmm. he, he's been solid, 3.55 ERA. Good. Uh, but the whip tells you that the, the ERA should. Probably be a little bit higher. He's been able to wiggle out of trouble getting ground balls. Probably some double plays there. Um, and it's but, not like the Mets' know, defense is good. He's like a you know back end of your rotation guy. Use him in the right matchups. You right. use him against the Miami Marlins and stuff. He's not a guy that you get in there all the time. But you know, in the right two start week, in the right single start matchup against Miami yep. or against the Giants, someone like that, you could get him in. He's like someone that should be on your team. Probably more so on your bench, more so than in your starting lineup. Yeah, he's like an SP four or five. Right? Yeah, I think that makes sense. He could get better though. That's what you like about him. There's upside. He's still eh, young. He's still relatively young. I don't know how much upside there is anymore, right? Because he's been around for so long. He's always Injured. dealt with injuries and he's never really been able to put it all together. Mm-hmm. The last time was 2016. He pitched 132 innings with a 3.40 ERA. That was very good. Yeah, and the underlying numbers were very good as well. But last year. Pitched to a 3.97 ERA. It's not really all that serviceable, and that's probably closer to what his ERA should be this year. Yeah, it's probably closer to four. You're right. It's a th- he's a three five to four guy. I agree. But he give you a lot of K's. K's will be there. Mr. Quality greater than quantity. It's very good last night. <laughs> Rich Hill. I had him in my Fanduel lineup, Greg. How about this? I made a Fanduel lineup, and then I forgot until later on the night. I checked it. I had Derek Dietrich in there. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. How about Rebounds. that? I had Derek Dietrich and I had Alex Bregman. Bregman hit two homers. Derek Dietrich hit three. So what? So you, you certainly, had, you certainly cashed. Yeah, yeah you, I cashed out, but it, it was just a, it was just a double ups. So. Cashed out pretty easily. I'm so sure. I, I didn't use it in a tournament that uh, probably would have been a little bit more profitable. It's more exciting, yeah. Instead of the two dollars you won. Hey man, we <laughs> we spoke about Rich Hill whatever, a lot. Last yeah, whatever week, he pitches, whatever yeah. Was, but you know how good he is. I mean, just solid quality start after quality start. I like that he's given you a little bit more length. You know, in years past, he's been, you know, goes more five innings, five innings, one run, better for Roto. But, hey, man, if we, if we can make a trend out of this, continuing to get quality starts out of Rich Hill, and that's awesome. Just, again, like Steven Strasburg, let's just keep both of these guys in a bubble together so that they can last. He goes 100 pitches last night, six innings, quality start, two earned runs, six strikeouts. And this is, this is just standard Rich Hill. Yeah, standard Rich Hill, solid. 
gets the K's, gets it done. You just got to worry about the injuries because they will come. I'm actually, I, w- I trust Steven Strasburg to stay healthy much more than Rich Hill. And that's not saying a lot because Strasburg gets hurt. He gets hurt all the time too. Yeah. So Rich Hill, I trust Strasburg a lot has less. youth on his side. Right. Not like he's super young, but he's younger than Rich Hill. Exactly. The youth, I think, is what it is. Rich Hill's about to, uh, you know, he could be retired at any he's moment. He's going to be a grandfather. <laughs> yeah, like, Guys, you know, he's been around forever. He's getting close to uh, to Greg's age. He was thirty nine <laughs> years old. You know, he was getting great last night. Who was that great? My boy, Avisail Garcia. I was gonna say Jimmy Yacobonis. No, <laughs> not Yacobonis. Yeah, we should talk about Avisail. Garcia. He's one of my guys. He had an inside the park homer. He great. did. Where does his speed come from for for Avisail Garcia? No idea. That's buddy. what I was. This, ask. No I mean, this idea. This guy was always just like a plotting outfielder. Who was a terrible fielder, by the way. Because, Katie Miggy. Because he couldn't move. Yeah, right. he's a bit overweight, I feel like. It, 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 I, not a bit. Fast. Not a bit, Chris. <laughs> he's a little... 6'4", yeah. 240. I mean, he's a big boy. He's a big guy. He's a big boy, but the guy has the six stolen bases and an inside-the-park homer. Who is this Avisayo Garcia? And, and, and what do we do with Katie Miggy? Has he been doing a lot of, like, uh, you know, calisthenics and... Things like that over the season. I the Tampa Bay Rays just know how to get the best out of everybody. I, I just, yeah, you really do. I can't even answer. It's such a good organization with that. You look at the batted ball numbers: forty-three and a half percent hard hit rate. I mean, this is just classic Tampa Bay. They sign a guy for like a one-year, three, four million dollar deal, whatever it is. Hey, how much money is this guy making? Who's Ben Lee? Six point seven. One year, six point <laughs> seven million dollars. That's what Tampa Bay does. They just like sign one of these guys. They're like, oh, we've seen something in this guy. We're going to get the best out of him. Now he has 10 homers, 6 stolen bases, 23 ribbies, a 284 batting average. He's always been a solid batting average contributor. Remember, I mean, he, the guy hit 330 two years ago. Yeah. But he's got a 43.5% hard hit rate. Plays in a good division in terms of ballparks. Not The Trop has been a great ballpark to hit in, but... Pretty decent going lineup. To Camden, Pre- going to Yankee Stadium, going to Fenway. Pretty solid lineup, hitting right in the middle of it, too. Mm-hmm. Lowered, he's lowered his strikeout rate this year. He's Look, almost if a must. This guy's available. Yeah. I mean, he's like a must own. Go out there and get him. I love him, man. He's going to be one of these guys, Greg, who uh, another team in baseball sees what he's doing with the Rays, and then they offer him like a multi year deal. And he falls after apart. The season, and he's just terrible yeah. this season. That's what's going to happen. He's only 29% owned in Yahoo leagues right now, 10% in ESPN. That, that should probably be closer to 50%. Yes. You know, he's not like a must-own in a three-outfielder league, but anything more than that, you start four or five outfielders, Avisayo Garcia should be on your team. Right now, yeah. Or if you start two utilities, something like that, he should be on your team. I agree. Mm -hmm. I'm with it. No respect, Greg. No respect. Um, Probably do our uh, best bets forever. That's where I was going to get to, yeah. All right, there you go. Best bets forever! Best bets forever! Let's do it. uh, Intro music. (laughs) To the best bets forever. Chris, you got one today. Um, Yeah. You guys start, though. I want to hear what you guys got. So I, think I start. Greg, he's got nothing. What do you got? Uh, I, I always got something, buddy. Uh-oh. All right. My, uh, I got a couple of instincts here. There's three totals that are currently standing out to me. Ooh, maybe four. Maybe four. Actually, I don't like any of the totals. Maybe, I, have, I have two sides. Maybe four. Um, narrow this down here. Screw it. All right, we're going. We're we're having fun at Coors tonight. <laughs> we're having fun at Coors. We're going over eleven. Jeff Hoffman and Robbie Ray. Let's go. Over 11. I haven't heard Hoffman in a while. 
Over Hoffman, eleven. Hoffman, I, I can see that. Jeff Hoffman and Robbie Wright from course tonight. It's just such a big number, man. Such yeah. a big number, dude. Yeah. I actually like the other one better. But over they've lowered no- it. It's been twelve the past couple days. Eleven tonight. So we're going over. Down to eleven. Probably we're going. Robbie Ray's on the map, but Robbie Ray, don't forgive giving up homework. Sure is. Yeah. But he could also, you know, twirl a little gem. What do you got, Venture? Not in Colorado, he can't. <laughs> I like uh, the over in the in the other game, uh, Royals White Sox, Sparkman <laughs> versus. Sparky. <laughs> Sparky versus uh, Lopez. I don't see how uh, either one of these guys could hold it down. And it's in Chicago, which is known as mm-hmm. a hitter's ballpark. So that's, that's not a bad call there as well. Greg, I'm going to stick with your game. I'm actually I'm intrigued in the Diamondbacks' money line. You like it? It's minus 122 right now for Robbie Ray. Last time we liked Robbie Ray, he was going up against the Giants. That's right. A little bit of an easier matchup there. Much uh, easier. Out there in Oracle Park. But... Jeff Hoffman on the other side. I mean, you heard Ventress say. I haven't heard that name in a while. He was rightfully so. He was a big prospect, I feel like. Did he pitch well last time out? But it doesn't matter if you're a pitching prospect for the Rockies. It's Colorado. (laughs) So I'm taking the Diamondbacks bats here, and I think Robbie Ray will be a little bit better than Jeff Hoffman. They'll do enough. Uh, They're minus 122 money line right now. Hoffman's allowed four runs and five runs in his two starts this year. Yeah. Over. And he so, was yeah. also terrible in the minor. So like the over there. But I like the Diamondbacks to win that game. And the other one that I was looking at, Greg, the Baltimore Oreos, minus 124 with John Means on the mound going up Big against... John Means. Ryan Carpenter <laughs> going up against Ryan Carpenter. What so do you Oreos do? against you the Tigers, there? minus 124 money line here. There you go. Those are, uh, oh, those are all the picks for today. Uh, let's give it some news, Frank. Is there something out that I've missed? Uh, well, personal news. I'm out the rest of the week. Oh, yeah. Greg's out for oh, yeah. I'm out. Right. What are we going to do? Well, we got, we got some ideas for Friday. Yeah. We'll piece mm-hmm. it together. So I'm out and Florio's out Friday. We're both out. Florio's out. All my best friends left. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, Chris is right there, man. I'm right here. Well, yeah. Hey. <laughs> still gonna be I'm not an inherent best friend. It doesn't seem like that. <laughs> you're, like um, a, you're like a best cousin. That's what it goes. Right. Cousin, cousin, cousin Chris. Uh, cousin Chris. Uh, you, 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 uh, you had no choice. I, I'm a cousin. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, stop. You had on. no choice. Cousin Chris. Come on. Don't say that. Uh, tomorrow, you will be joined by Dr. A, and you will be, or, or Virginia, and you will be joined by Brad Ziegler. Yes. And Friday, we have some other ideas. So I'll have Brad Ziegler on in the first segment tomorrow, as per usual. We'll have Inside Injuries on in the second hour. In all other segments, you will hear Chris Venture join me. So, starting in the second segment tomorrow, we will have Venture up here, in studio, breaking it down, all the action that we got from tonight. We'll be reviewing that, obviously. Uh, maybe piggyback off of any interesting things that Brad Ziegler right. has to say. Uh, and then, we'll, obviously, we'll get the injury updates as well from Inside Injuries. All right, so we got, we got a lot going on the rest Friday, of the week. Friday, we're, we're still figuring out. Like it. There you go. Can I just say, do whatever you want. Max Kepler, very underappreciated right now. Sure. What is he owned in Yahoo League? He's ridiculous. In Yahoo. He's destroyed. Yahoo. You like Kepler. We all like Kepler. I like Kepler. 8% owned. 38 78. Oh, okay. So that's good. People are on him. He's yeah. good. People know. I just want to make sure that's clear. He was, a, he was a popular breakout this year. He's hit 280 oh, no. with 12 homers, 36 runs, 35 ribbies. I've always liked this guy. Interesting. He's got a great swing. 42% hard hit rate, 44% fly ball, 40-40 club, makes a lot of contact, only a 14% strikeout rate. Yep. Good plate discipline as well, 9.3% walk, walk rate. I'm wondering, has he gotten better against lefties? Indeed, he has. Beautiful. He sat a few times this year against lefties, so I was wondering, but he's hitting 298 against lefties this year with two of his 12 home runs. 
coming off of southpaws. So not bad. And 275 against righties. He's doing his thing. He was a popular breakout pick this year. Man, if you chose anyone from the Twins this year to break out, you're pretty much right. <laughs> yeah. Polanco. Oh, you everybody. Know add to the list. Buxton. Iron Buxton. He's on the list. Crashed into the wall. I did. Yeah. Enter the list, man. Thanks for looking at the list. Yeah, I wanna, Wait, he crashed into uh, a wall again? I don't check all my emails during the show, Greg. I'm here doing a show with you, so I'm paying attention to what we're doing. Uh, I got to have the email open. I'm too busy. Dude, I feel like Buxton gets hurt every year the same way. Crashing into walls or crashing into other teammates. Well, yeah. Every time. He's a ridiculous fielder, but sometimes... He, he says he's fine. Wild. He says he'll be fine. I believe the Twins are off today, which should be good for Buxton. I think you might be right. I think they are. Uh, yeah, yeah, because the, the Brewers are off as well. Okay. Right. So, so they're off today, which could give them time to recover. Be back tomorrow. I hope so. I hope you're right. Byron Buxton, right. Uh, the power's starting to come around yep. a little bit. He had nine stolen bases on the season, making more contact. Uh, he's slowly putting it together, Greg. And Minnesota is actually one of those places where it's, it might be actually still a little bit chilly there, up there in the north. But I think once, once the weather heats up a little bit, I, I, think, I think Byron Buxton, we're going to see some good things from him. I think so. I mean, stats have been good. We, we've seen good things runs, from him. 28 RBIs. He's attempted 12 stolen bases. Probably hitting too many fly balls this year. 51%. I don't like that from a speedster like Buxton. But that's okay. Everything else? Yeah. Put it together, Greg. If he's out there, grab him. All right. All right. Uh, I want to thank everybody downstairs for all of their help. I want to thank Chris Venture and Frank Stanfield. I am out the next two days, so for Frank and Chris and the rest of the guys will be holding it down. So, for Frank, for Chris, I'm Greg. Have a fantastic afternoon, a fantastic weekend. And these guys will do it all again tomorrow, we hope.